Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. We've all heard the famous expression, patience is a virtue. In addition to being a good quality, it can actually help us lead a happier life. Studies show people who are patient tend to be more hopeful and satisfied with their lives. And they're less likely to be stressed, depressed, or experience health issues such as headaches and ulcers. Patience is actually a skill we learn. Many of us get impatient because we see waiting as time lost. So the first step is to make better use of our time. If we're stuck in a line or waiting in the car for someone, we can answer emails or texts or listen to some music. And experts say, when you feel impatient, try some deep breathing. Count your blessings. Put things in perspective and realize this too shall pass. Lots more coming up today on Living Well with Robin Stoloff on 96.9 WFPG. You've most likely heard of them, but what exactly are essential oils? These active botanical compounds come from steaming and pressing parts of a plant, flower, leaf, or even fruit. Scent is connected to our limbic system, which is linked to our emotions, memory, and mood. Practices such as aromatherapy have been used for centuries. Essential oils have been used for headaches, insomnia, and even sore throats. In fact, botanical experts say that using essential oils such as tea tree can help combat athlete's foot, while peppermint oil may improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome. Diluting essential oils with a carrier oil such as coconut oil can make for a relaxing massage. Essential oils may have various healing properties, but they should not be used in place of medication unless approved by your health care provider. Want to learn more on how specific essential oils can help you? Visit the health page at WFPG.com, click health on the drop down of our app, or check out our Facebook page. Living Well on Light 96.9 WFPG. Magnesium plays an important role in a variety of functions of our body, but many Americans don't get enough of it. Here with more is Dr. Caroline Cedarquist. She's the co-founder of Bistro MD and holds board certifications in family practice, obesity, and functional medicine. Thanks so much for joining us. So first of all, what does magnesium do in our body and why is it so important? So magnesium is involved in more than 300 enzymatic reactions in the body. So there are multiple, multiple places where magnesium works, too many to even get into. And lower levels of magnesium can slowly develop over time. So people don't even realize that, you know, they're just attributing all this to I'm just getting older. And, you know, things are changing. I'm not doing as well. But it's these little deficiencies in so many different areas that are impacting people. Sure, can affect our, our nerve function, our energy production. So should we be taking a supplement or should we be getting magnesium from foods? And if so, what foods? So magnesium is pleasant, present in many healthy foods, spinach, avocado, almonds, nuts and seeds, fruits and vegetables, but even some things like dark chocolate. However, our modern stressful lives cause us to lose magnesium. Even the process of feeling under stress can cause the body to excrete magnesium. And a lot of produce is grown with less magnesium in the soil than there used to be 100 years ago. So some people do need to take a magnesium supplement, but always trying to have healthy eating is very important as well. So I would say maybe both. Okay. And what level of magnesium should we be taking? And is it possible to take too much of it? It really depends. Like, So what are some of the symptoms of low magnesium? Constipation, muscle cramps, some of the things you mentioned, anxiety. 
It's certainly not harmful for most people to make, maybe take a supplement of 120 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, for example. However, people with kidney disease, they are usually advised to avoid too much magnesium. Where can we learn more? Go to bistromd.com for more information about magnesium in foods and supplements. Dr. Caroline Cedarquist, thanks so much for joining us, and you're living well. If you've been doing the same workout over and over, there's a good chance you're not including all aspects of fitness. Joining me now is Fitz Kohler. She's a fitness expert, TV personality, and author at fitness.com. You call them the four pillars of fitness. What are they? Well, they're the building blocks of a fit body, and the reality is if you're missing out on any one of them, you don't qualify as fit. And I can, you know, just for a few examples, if you're a marathon runner who can't do a push-up or touch his toes, you don't qualify as being fit. If you're a super bendy yogi, but you can't climb up a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing, you don't qualify as fit. So you need to focus on four areas. Everybody on planet Earth needs to focus on four areas to qualify as fit. And what are those four areas? Well, I'm glad you asked. We start with (laughs) strength, which is physical, total body strength, your upper body, your lower body, your core, your neck, everything should be strong. And then we go to cardiorespiratory fitness, which is your heart and lungs. And that's anything that makes you huff and puff from cycling to swimming to dancing to sex. I don't care if it makes you huff and puff. (laughs) Good for your heart and lungs. I I know, right? And then we go to flexibility. That's mobility, the, the greater range of motion in your hips, your shoulders, your spinal column, the less likely you are to experience sprain strains and tears when you move in a big way and everybody should move in big ways and then last but not least and really for the senior population balance training you gotta work on your balance or you start hitting the ground and it's not bad if you hit the ground when you're young but as we age Hitting the ground can be lethal. So strength, cardio, flexibility, balance, you got to get them all in. Great way to summarize it all, but you have so much more on your website. What is that? It's fitness.com, F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S. And it's filled with tons of free resources, videos, recipes, guidance, you name it. I got podcasts, broadcasts, go to fitsnit.com. And I promise I can help you live better and longer. Thanks so much. Fitz Kohler at fitsness, F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com. And that does it for me today. Thank you for being with Don't forget to check out my podcast wherever you listen, or if you prefer the video version, you can watch that on my YouTube channel or at livingwellwithrobinstoloff.com, where you can also reach out and let me know what topics you're interested in. And follow me on Instagram and Facebook for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Join me again next Sunday morning at 10 for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until then. If you've been doing the same workout over and over, there's a good chance you're not including all aspects of fitness. Joining me now is Fitz Kohler. She's a fitness expert, TV personality, and author at fitness.com. You call them the four pillars of fitness. What are they? Well, they're the building blocks of a fit body. And the reality is if you're missing out on any one of them, you don't qualify as fit. And I can You know, just for a few examples, if you're a marathon runner who can't do a push-up or touch his toes, you don't qualify as being fit. If you're a super bendy yogi, but you can't climb up a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing, you don't qualify as fit. So you need to 
focus on four areas. Everybody on planet Earth needs to focus on four areas to qualify as fit. And what are those four areas? Well, I'm glad you asked. We start with strength, which is physical, total body strength, your upper body, your lower body, your core, your neck, everything should be strong. And then we go to cardiorespiratory fitness, which is your heart and lungs. And that's anything that makes you huff and puff from cycling to swimming to dancing to sex. I don't care if it makes you huff and puff. <laughs> Good for your heart and lungs. I, <laughs> I know, right? And then we go to flexibility. That's mobility, the, the greater range of motion in your hips, your shoulders, your spinal column, the less likely you are to experience sprain strains and tears when you move in a big way and everybody should move in big ways and then last but not least and really for the senior population balance training you gotta work on your balance or you start hitting the ground and it's not bad if you hit the ground when you're young but as we age Hitting the ground can be lethal. So strength, cardio, flexibility, balance, you got to get them all in. Great way to summarize it all. But you have so much more on your website. What is that? It's fitness.com, F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S. And it's filled with tons of free resources, videos, recipes, guidance, you name it. I got podcasts, broadcasts, go to fitsnit.com. And I promise I can help you live better and longer. Thanks so much. Fitz Kohler at Fitzness, F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com. And that does it for me today. Thank you for being with Don't forget to check out my podcast wherever you listen, or if you prefer the video version, you can watch that on my YouTube channel or at livingwellwithrobinstoloff.com, where you can also reach out and let me know what topics you're interested in. And follow me on Instagram and Facebook for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Join me again next Sunday morning at 10 for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until then.